The views and opinions on this show do not necessarily reflect the views of ESPN Tucson 1490 and 104.9 FM or the Arizona Lotus Corporation. Got car trouble? Now's the time to talk with Jerry on the Simmons Car Care Shop Talk Show. Call in now at 719-1490. Well, if you're one of the millions who own one of them gas-drinking, pissing, clanking, air-polluting, smoke-belching, four-wheeled buggies from Detroit City, then pay attention. I'm about to sing your song, son. Good morning, Southern Arizona and the rest of you out there in cyberspace. Welcome to the Simmons Car Care Shop Talk Show right here on ESPN Tucson, 1490 AM, 104.9 FM. You can get us both directions. I'm Jerry Simmons, your host this morning, and we have a little bit of bad cold going around. And uh, my buddy, Frontier Jim, he called me yesterday and I couldn't even recognize him. So he's probably listening this morning, and if he's <clears throat> and then <clears throat> I got up this morning and I had a touch of it, so I'll probably be doing the normal thing with a cold. But uh, I don't know if the coffee's going to kill it or you know me. But we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot and see what we can do this morning. I'm running solo right now. That means there's just me, myself, and I, actually all three of us here, and we're going to get through this. We're going to do a show. You know, I was out. I actually had to go shopping, okay? I have never seen so much traffic in my life. Everything that Jim and I have been talking about for the last three weeks seemed like it showed up yesterday. And I went down, oh, oh, I got to tell you this. I went down to Lynn's Auto Brokers, talked to Brian down there. They had an ad in the paper, and I've been looking for a minivan. I don't need a brand new one. One, I'm not going to pay that kind of money for a brand new one. But I wanted something with around 100,000 miles on it that had all the service records and stuff, and I wanted something that's going to last. You know, just, you know, I bought a five-year warranty on it from Lynn's on the vehicle, and I figure, okay, I, 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 I'll hang in there for five years, and that's fine. I can give it to my grandkids or something. But I, that was a very pleasurable experience. I went in, got this car. They give me the Carfax, and I read the, and it had everything done to it. This person that had this vehicle had everything done to it. By the owner's manual, every service interval, runs a five uh, zero W twenty. Uh, full synthetic in the engine. It is a Honda, uh, um, oh, Honda minivan. It'll come to me in a minute. Like I said, had my I got up this morning with my brain rattle or the brain shell rattle. But anyway, uh, it is a very nice vehicle, very good ride. 
Uh, everything went smooth. Uh, I traded my little CRV in and bought the warranty on the, uh, the new car. And it just, it, it, it was lovely. And I've been, I, I've been, like I said, I've been after minivans because we got them at shop for delivery vehicles. And I love them. And trying to get that thing for probably 30 years convinced my wife it is not just a soccer mom vehicle. It's a dad, soccer dad vehicle. But anyway, I got it, and it's a lot of fun to drive. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, it's a lot more room than a little CRV. But I was talking to Brian, and I said, Brian, thank you for donating 30 bicycles to the Bikeathon this year again. And uh, he's been in that ever since. I can't even. I don't even know how many years now. But he just does it automatic. And he's uh, what? That's at Lugo Charity. At, uh, we used to do a, a tele a radiothon. We called it. Uh, every year until COVID, and then it had to back off because it was, you know, not everybody can do a live remote. And it it's nice to see the sponsors stay with that program. And so, and I, he said, oh, plus, I'll give, it's a $360 value off of any car purchased at Lens Auto Brokers, the month of December, when you go in, if you mention, I heard it on the Simmons Car Care Show. Now, that's the only time that I've got any notoriety is if you tell them that, yeah, I heard it from Simmons. It's worth $360 for somebody to tell you that you like me. <laughs> that's amazing. I am worth something, 360 bucks. Uh but all you got to do is make sure you mention that you heard it on the Simmons Car Care Show, and it's $360. And they said, plus, and Brian said, I'll work them some other deals, too. I'll, I'll just put them in there. As long as they tell me where it's coming from, I will I will get behind, and we will see if we can make it a little, little less expensive for Christmas. I looked at their inventory. Their inventory is gorgeous. They're, they have a just a load of vehicles down there. They've got Jeeps. Well, here. Um, they've got, uh, I made some notes, quick notes, but i got to read my writing. Oh, here we go. All right, they got uh, diesels. they got a 2017 F-350. they got a 2019 F-250. Now, these are both diesels, and they have all sorts of trucks, big ones and little ones. They've got Jeeps, just a loads of Jeeps. They've got the cars. They've got the SUVs. they got the little gas misers. they got the little hot rod-looking Mustangs. they got vehicles down there from $29.95 to $69.95. And don't forget to ask about their warranties either, because I looked at them, and warranties are no longer inexpensive. The one on my Dodge Diesel cost $3,400 to take it from the factory to 100,000 miles. The one on my uh, uh, 2017 F-150 cost $2,900. And I think I spent about two grand yesterday 
just covering the powertrain, the big expensive stuff. And I was sitting at breakfast yesterday morning. Of course, anytime we get together for breakfast and somebody mentioned cars, then we get into it. And there's where we go for about 30 minutes. And uh, one of the ladies sitting there, uh, Margaret, who I've known for about uh, 25, 20, 26 years, something like that, in the OPDA breakfast club. And we were talking about warranties. And she had just bought, she had had a CRV that she run forever. And she said, I wouldn't get rid of it because it wouldn't, it wouldn't give me a hassle. And she said, finally, we decided, okay, I'll upgrade. So, I, but I wanted a certain year of CRV. So she went and bought a 2015 CRV Honda because she'd had excellent luck with the other one. The other one was like a 2007 or something like that. And she says, and Jerry, I bought the warranty for it. And she had this used vehicle. I didn't ask her where she got it. She didn't buy it from Lynn's Auto Brokers. But she picked it up, and she had a transmission issue with it. And I'm going, wow, that's that's really unusual because it didn't it only had like it didn't have that many miles on it. The warranty covered the transmission. She paid sixteen hundred dollars for the warranty. The warranty paid fifteen hundred and change out for the transmission, if I got all the story correct. But there is one thing and so when I was there I thought, you know, yeah. I could take it over the shop and have those guys and probably get it fixed at a, a at a commercial discount. However, I don't want to. Uh, I mean, why should I pay that when I can cover this thing for six years? And that's six years. And I said, now is this on top of the mileage? I think a mileage on is like a hundred fifteen thousand, which is nothing on a car anymore. That's been maintained. And. Um, so I bought the warranty from Lens also. He said they've got a good warranty program down there. They had the you know, the flyers and the brochures that tells you what it is and nobody's complained about it, so evidently it must be pretty good. And he likes it just a little better than he did the other one and I thought the other one was great because there's a lot of garbage out there and you really have to pay attention. And then I was asked about the <clears throat> that other one that they're advertising on the radio all the time, you know, you you never have to pay for repairs again or something like that. And that thing can run you up to about $175 a month and or lower. They've got different stages on these warranties now. They've really, you know, they're trying to say, okay, what? it's kind of like going into a restaurant and ordering a pizza. You tell them what toppings you want on it. And it's just something, if you're going to buy it, and if you finance it, by all means, get a good warranty on that thing. You don't need a warranty. If you, just get the good warranty. Get about a five-year warranty on it because normally people keep them average of 12 years now. So <clears throat> you could always get some kind of an extended warranty. Yes, you'll have to have it inspected. Yes, you'll have to have it certified and make sure it's something. It's, it's kind of like a homeowner's insurance for all your air conditioning units and refrigerators and stoves. So you uh, you you have to have them checked. Certain years won't qualify, but this one. So you take 115 and add another five years, and you've got 
coverage up to where I think they'll probably take care of the situation because most of your brand-new cars, if you start having issues, it's normally within about 30 to 90 days. And on the used vehicles, you know, you kind of roll the dice on them. You know, you don't know. They don't know. Um, but Carfax, if you're getting ready to <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're getting ready to buy a car and you want to do everything you possibly can, I call it due diligence. Check it out as much as you possibly can. If you're buying one on a Sunday and there's nobody in the world open on Sunday that can inspect the car, then you need to be – just don't buy it on Sunday, okay? Buy it on Monday and get a Carfax on that thing. Because I was real impressed. The Carfax has come a long way since it first came out. And I was able to get the Carfax on this um, Honda. And that's really annoying me now. All right, somebody help me out. What's a Honda van? It'll come to me in a minute. I'm going to be really embarrassed. Not really. Okay. Odyssey. Okay, I got a Honda. Thank you, Mr. Producer. See, I do have some help this morning. Uh, Honda Odyssey. And I'm I'm familiar with the Honda Odysseys because my brother-in-law owned a dealership in Columbia, South Carolina, and my sister, uh, we met back on the East Coast and had to make a run to Charlotte to pick up the rest of the family. And it's about 113 miles, 112 miles, something like that. And she had, she told us just take her Odyssey. And so we drove the Odyssey. I was really impressed with that thing. I was impressed with the way it handled. I was impressed with uh, the way it rode. Uh, just a lot of room. It even had a TV in it. Oh, by the way, mine has a TV in it too. It's not that I'm going to be able to drive and watch TV because the TV is in the second seat back, not the front seat. Thank goodness. <laughs> be watching Arizona basketball on TV while driving. That'd be smart. I'd, I'd rank right up there with the texting and driving and cell phone and driving and Christmas shopping and driving. So if you want a good deal and want a good car, take your time, do some research on it, but don't forget that $360 discount on any vehicle purchased at Lens this month. You must mention me. So they're paying you to say my name. But uh, 360 bucks is a pretty good chunk just to say my name. But tell them you heard it on the Simmons Car Care Show. Go down there and check out, see what they've got. They've got some beautiful cars down there, beautiful trucks, everything. They're, it is absolutely incredible. And he's got a full lot. He got a bunch of them in from the Class A line at the auction. And that means that you can just get in them and go. They are certified to to go. They're ready to go. Just put gas in them and take off. Um, and that's for Lens Auto Brokers. Uh, the phone number, lensautobrokerage.com and desertrv.com. They also specialize and they have another location, which is desertrv.com. And they specialize in toy haulers and bumper, mostly toy haulers, but they've got a lot of bumper pulls, fifth wheels, anything that you're really looking for. And on the cars, <clears throat> if you uh, if you're looking for a new car and you don't want to go through the process, 
you can call Lens and tell them exactly what you're looking for. They are a Lens auto broker. They can get new cars for you. Uh, I've sent about four people down that were looking for brand new cars and wind up buying them through there because everything was done. There's no fuss, no muss. It's kind of like take going to uh, Spectrum Ina Road Auto Collision. Once you give them give them the information you're looking for, and they'll take it from there. And by the way, Spectrum's number is 520-744-4454. Lens Auto opens this morning, I think, around 9 o'clock on Saturday now. I can't keep up with the hours all these guys are doing. Um, they will be closed on the Saturday Christmas Eve day at Lens. And they will be open uh, normal hours from then on. So New Year's, they'll be open on that Saturday, on New Year's Eve day, whatever you want to call it. But that is, uh, oh, and Brian's number down at, uh, <clears throat> at Lens Auto Brokers is 520-628-7500. So go to the website at lensautobrokerage.com. And see what vehicle you you prefer. And then if you want to kick a tire, go to 2101 North Stone and uh, uh, get that. They do have a couple more minivans down there also. And they're just, I, I do too many things. I carry dogs and, you know, all sorts of stuff. So I need something a little bigger than a CRV. All right. 520-719-1490. Anything that you want to discuss this morning, we will give it, or I will give it a shot. Um, it, it is a busy season. And when I was seeing crazy drivers last weekend, I put them with capital letters this weekend and I spent more time just laughing. I'm saying, Jesus, they got to be a bigger hurry or not a lot more in a hurry than I am. And it, they proved it yesterday. I was out pretty much all day long, and the drivers were just absolutely it was kind of insane. In other words, and I seen everything from, oops, I need to go right here, slam on the brakes and hang a right. <laughs> running red lights. Running red lights are the one. I seen two instances where they run the red light after it was already red and the traffic had started to move. And I held my breath on those. So it's just, it's that time of the year. Be patient. Drive defensively like you're driving a race car. You've got to drive, got to be, you can be aggressive in a race car, but it's got roll bars and five point harnesses and helmets and fire extinguishers, and everybody's going in the same direction most of the time. So just drive it like you uh, are in a race defensively, not the speed. You, oh, and that's another thing you're doing. For some reason, 45 is only a suggestion, uh, and it doesn't take into consideration. Now, this is being a little facetious. It doesn't take in the, uh, the 45 is the suggestion you run 45 mile an hour. People, the speed limit is a suggestion based on research. And this is where they think that you can drive the best under perfect conditions. Perfect condition would be light traffic, perfect weather, no rain, no wind, no sunlight directly in your face. 
and with your lights on so they can see it. Turn your lights on during these holidays. It makes you a lot more visible. There was a motorcycle that come by me uh, yesterday, and that guy was insane. I mean, he was coming down the road. I, I did pick him up on the mirrors because I, you have to watch for people this time of the year. He come by me like I was parked, and I looked down, and I was running 42 mile an hour. But I spotted him coming down between the automobiles at about 55, and I'm going, holy crap. And sure enough, I followed him down for about two miles, and I noticed he was sitting at the red light when I got there. And there was plenty of traffic around, you know, and he was at the red light. So he must have just wanted to get out of the heavy traffic or something. And having ridden a motorcycle, I know what he's talking about on that. I just pick a part of the day if there's not that much heavy traffic. For all you Costco buyers, and there is a million of you at least per day that go through there because I was there, oh, my gosh, to find a parking spot in that place is incredible. This was at 10.15 in the morning. You, I'm going, this is unreal. This is unreal. I did spot something of some good news, though. Costco's got some good prices on their uh, gasoline. I mean, it's it's down. I mean, it's way down. And then I spotted one over on the west side at a Circle K that was like two eighty nine, two ninety nine, or something like that. And I'm like, holy cow! So pay attention to your gas prices because there's they have come down in gas. The diesel, I didn't even look for diesel. I was shocked at the price of gasoline where it's come down. Still not down where it was, but it's it's down to where you you can breathe a little bit when you're at the pump without sucking in all the gas fumes because you're afraid you're going to waste the gas. So that's, that's a good thing going. A lot of people are out shopping. That's a good thing. Uh, one of the things that you have to do is pay attention to theft. Parking lots, holiday season in parking lots is a, you are a target. You're a target. Uh, if you can go shopping with a buddy, go shopping with a buddy. You got, uh, you know, ladies, if you're, you're a target. And if you, and if you're a senior citizen, you're a double target there. And keep one thing in mind now, whatever package you've got in your hands, when you go out the car and you're shopping, you say, okay, I've been to this store. I'm going to go get my packages, and then I've got this other place I want to stop at. Okay, put the packages in your trunk. Make sure they're locked up. If you're in a minivan, stick them in the back deck. That's a pain in the butt to get to if you don't have a key or a key fob. And lock them up out of sight, out of mind. If you you make it as inconvenient as possible for the thieves, and there are thieves and thugs, that want to take your presents. And remember, presents, you bought them one time, you can buy them again if you are alive. So please park in a well-lit area if you're shopping at night. Take a, don't, I, in fact, I recommend that if, if you're a senior, don't even go out at night. If you can't run 100 miles an hour to get away from somebody, <laughs> get somebody to go with you. And be vigilant. Pay attention. When you walk, park as close to the main entrance of the store as you possibly can. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people coming through there. That's a good thing. 
If you park out at a far parking apron because you say, oh, I want to get out of this mess as soon as I can. So I'm going to park out way out yonder about a quarter of a mile from the front door. And it's got one overhead uh, uh, parking apron light. And it's about 100 yards from your car. And so your car is already shaded a little bit. And when you approach your car, carry a flashlight with you at night. They have little flashlights that are about four inches long that are brighter as a son of a gun. I know I've got three that we use for search and rescue. Get you a good flashlight. When you come out of the store, these flashlights are bright enough to shine in a person's face and make them shut their eyes. That's, a, that's the opportune time for you. If you're really concerned, get you a can of um, uh, hornet spray or wasp spray and put it in your purse. Guys, you can get it and you can put it in your back pocket and carry that with you because that wash spray is good for about 22 feet. It won't kill anybody, but you don't want to kill anybody. You just want to protect yourself while you get out of there and call 911. So get the wash spray. It costs, what, $7, $6, something like that. And you can get a big can of that stuff. And you don't have to sit there and and aim it at somebody. And if you miss somebody with it when you're spraying them down, somebody else picks them up. Sorry about that. However, all they're going to have is a little red eye, and it's going to burn a little bit, but it will clear. Now, everything has a risk in it. If you have bug spray and you've got a person that's real heavy and allergies and stuff like this, and you spray them in the face, yeah, that's what 911 for. Maybe they want to send an ambulance along, but if they've got a knife or a gun, that's okay. They're going to get a, some kind of ride anyway. You might as well help them out. But just the best way to stay out of trouble is to avoid the situation. If it looks dangerous sitting way out there in the corner and there's no other cars around, even if there is other cars around, if there's just a few people walking around, they won't even notice somebody else walking around. So when you approach your car with your flashlight at night, shine under the car and go to the front and the back just while you're approaching and, and shine that flashlight, take that same flashlight and look around you as you go out. Get your keys out of your purse when you walk out of the main door of the shopping center. Put them in your hand, the one that goes to the door, to get that thing unlocked as quick as possible. Before you get in the car, shine the light in the window, look in the back seat, look in the front seat, and make sure you don't have some uninvited hitchhikers with you. And if you'll do that, that'll help you prevent too. And then as soon as you get in the car, make sure all doors are locked to prevent carjackings. It is that time of the year. It happens every year. It's been happening ever since I can remember. And it's just that time of the year. But keep uh, just be sure and remember, nothing is worth all of those presents that you have under your arm. Your life is not worth that. If, if you see them and they're carrying a knife or a gun, uh, and you, it's evidence that they want your package. Give them the package. Drop them on the ground and hope like a dickens you break them when they hit the ground. And let them have the bags of garbage then. But just be safe. Seniors, if you're out there running around, husbands don't like to go, 
with wife shopping because it becomes a an adventure instead of a shopping trip because they will drive 17 miles across town to save $1 on an item that they know they can get for $1 less if you get over here. They don't care that you're paying. That <laughs> you're paying almost $4 a gallon for a gallon of gasoline to get there. They just say, I can save a dollar over there. I've been there numerous times, and I've learned to laugh it off. But that takes practice. Seniors, shop with a buddy. Shop with a friend. Both of you pay attention. Tell you, you know, get two little flashlights. Give one to your buddy. And when you go out there, because if the crooks see you with flashlights and you're paying attention, that's a little high risk for them. They prefer the person that's just lollygagging out. They got their both arms completely full of packages, and uh, that's that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a soft target. And if you've already got your hands full of packages, you can't have anything else in your hands because you they're loaded. So hopefully you'll understand this and just go ahead and pay attention. Tailgates, you guys driving trucks, tailgates is still a hot uh, item to be sold at hospitals and uh, grocery, uh, out in big parking lots, super centers, Walmarts. Uh, but it, they take place in the back part of the parking apron, the furthest away from the main entrance because there's less people can see them, there's less witnesses, and that's what they're looking for. So if you will just dodge that, you should be pretty good, but they'd still take tailgates. And by the way, tailgates can cost up about $5,500 to have them replaced, a tailgate on a truck, because they got every electronic thing, including cameras and everything else, hanging all over the vehicle. And when they take these tailgates off, uh, they can they can replace a bracket by on a tailgate. By, they can break it off and still get a, a fancy price for that tailgate. The other thing you got to watch out for is the catalytic converter theft. The catalytic converter is still a popular item. So if you're doing park where it's safe, as due diligence, just park where it's safe for you. If they come and get my little Honda today, that's okay. I'll go get it replaced. It's insured. I've got insurance on it. I've got everything to cover me. It's not worth, I'm not going to shoot anybody. If I go out the front door of my house and somebody's getting in my little Honda driveway, I'm going to call 911, tell them somebody just stole my car, and then I'm going to call my insurance agent so somebody just stole my darn vehicle. And But I am not going to shoot them. They're safe. I'm not going to shoot them. That is not a shooting offense. They're still in a car that's insured, and it's just not a shooting offense. When you're shopping... When I took the a gun safety course to get my conceal, we had actual reports from DPS on actual cases, and they say this is not a shooting offense. When you squeeze a trigger on a gun, but somebody's still in your $40, $45 purse or something like that, that is just a little excessive. In other words, the punishment don't quite meet the crime. So you don't, unless it's life-threatening, life-threatening, if they're standing three foot from you with a knife in their hand and they lunge at you, 
that's life-threatening. If they're standing there with a gun at about 25 foot, because if it's at night, it's going to be hard to shoot a pistol. Uh, you just give them all the bags, everything they say, and then you back up very, very slow. And then when you get to a distance to where you can run, you run. And then you can call 911 while you're running away from that mess. But be vigilant. Get as much of identification as you can remember. Breathe. You're going to be panicky. Breathe. Take three deep breaths and just keep looking at them. And then your eyes will clear up and you'll start noticing details. What color their hair is, what color their skin is what kind of shirt they're wearing, or what kind of jacket they're wearing, what kind of pants they're wearing, how tall they are, how short they are. They get all the physical descriptions so that you can explain it to the cops when they show up. So hopefully you'll be able to dodge a lot of aggravation. If you're anticipating somebody is going to rob you when you come out of the store, which you should, which you should, if you'll do that, You'll be suspicious. You will be looking around. They will know that you're looking for them. And that makes a big difference in deterrence. It changes you from a soft target to maybe not so soft a target. They're paying too much attention. What else do they have in that purse just beside the flashlight? And so it it does work. I used to write these operations for the military when I was a cop at Mount Ominum, California. And they did a lot of research on it, and this is the stuff that they kind of recommend you do. Um, of course, you know, if, if, just remember, your packages are not worth your life and go on with life. Park that car where you can see it, look around it, look in it before you get in it, and then you can do a whole lot of stuff. When you get inside the car, lock the doors as soon as your butt hits the seat. Then put your seat belt on, and you'll be safe. And then just be careful when you're driving around and don't run over anybody in the parking lot. Parking lot speed's five mile an hour. That's five mile an hour, not 15 mile an hour, not 25 mile an hour, five mile per hour. When you're driving through a line of cars, look for the backup lights to come on or taillights. If somebody gets in their car, put the foot on the brake, you'll probably light the taillights. And then they'll put it in reverse, and that'll give you a backup light. So if you see the tail light, that means that something's going to happen. You don't know yet, but something's going to happen. And then when they put that backup light on, because they'll have to back, my cameras on my truck actually pick stuff up coming down from either direction. However, they don't, um, uh, you, they don't tell you what speed they're driving. If you see something coming, say, oh, i got plenty of time. They'll probably want my parking space anyway. Uh, no, they may be hauling butt out of the parking lot, and you back, you stick a hind end of your vehicle out there, and somebody's going to whack it. Then you're going to stay there because it's off the main roads. It's not obstructing traffic anywhere but in that parking lot, and the cops are going to show up after they get the other ten things they're doing done. So be careful. Just be careful. Uh, texting, driving. Yep, seen them texting and driving yesterday. Texting and driving, coming over in the lane, going back over the other side, sitting there at the stoplight. And this is coming through Tucson. It's coming down Speedway. And I've seen so many vehicles, just I could glance and see them talking on the phone. I'm driving the speed limit. They're driving about five mile an hour over, which is not uncommon for any, any speed limit in the state of Arizona. And they come by you and you look 
And sure enough, they got a phone hanging in their hand, and they're talking. It's not a hands-off thing. It's, they're talking on the daggone phone. If you want to run safe around Tucson, take that phone and put it in the back seat to where you have to consciously stop the car and to get back and get a hold of the phone. And if you put it in the back seat, it's going to slide, and you're not going to be able to pick it up from the front seat. You're going to have to stop the vehicle, get out, and go get your phone. That's when you make the return text call because you're already off the road, and you then you can return the phone. Uh, the best policy is they got apps on these phones now. Says so sorry, driving. I heard one like that, uh, and you could do that, and then that'll help you st- concentrate on driving. Driving is one hundred percent. Now let's cover something else. How about Christmas parties? Christmas parties are going down. Businesses have Christmas parties. It's the time of the year. Um, some of them have them at the place of business. Some of them don't. Some of them go. Used to, uh, you know, back about 40 years ago, they'd have a Christmas party. And of course, you'd have adult beverages and stuff like that. And you'd say, okay, now uh, you're limited to two beers. Just that's for instance. You're limited to two beers, and that would be all right if a guy's used to drinking about two beers a week. Two beers probably won't bother him. But if you're not used to drinking, you can drink a beer and a half, and it'll buzz you. Buzz driving is drunk driving. It does affect the way you think, your reaction time, and it's something that you need to really pay attention to. So if you're not a drinker, why drink at Christmas or New Year's? You know, stay sober and enjoy the whole thing. But keep in mind, for the non-drinkers that are out on the road, these Christmas parties start around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, Christmas Eve, and they're driving home. Now they could have worked a half a day, and then they went in and had a big, fat meal, excellent meal, a lot of sugar and stuff like that. And then they drink a couple of beers on top of that when they're non-drinker. Now they're just a little bit on the buzz side and don't really realize it, except your thought process is not there. Your reaction time is not there. And that's on them. And then you have got to be able to dodge that. That's the reason I say drive it like you're on a racetrack defensively. Make sure your cars are in good, safe conditions. In other words, you don't want to run around with a low tire that you know has got a nail in it, and it could blow out at any time because it's been on there past the the recommended time factor. And you, at, at your shocks, your shocks, your your struts, everything that would cause you to have a, a more of a factor of stopping. When you actually hit the brakes in an emergency, don't tailgate. If if you if you stay four car lengths off the car in front of you, three seconds at about 35 mile an hour, 40 mile an hour, three seconds is a long time. If you and the way you could tell three seconds when you're following and you want to check as you're going down a road, uh, pick up a, a regular road sign, you know something. And say, okay, let's see. I, I see another sign up there as you're driving. You can do it on a glance. You don't have to sit there and stare and then make it a, a mission to find a sign. Go buy a sign and start counting. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003. And see how far down the road you are by the time you get to 1,003. 
Or when you're sitting at a stop sign and you see people coming up to the stop sign from the other way because it just turned yellow, and you're waiting for the green to go, and you see them, just start counting 1,001. 1,002, 1,003, and that'll give you an idea of how much time you have and if you're going to make the intersection uh, clean. But don't assume that they're driving. Just assume they're not driving the speed limit. You'll be better off. So if you, that way you'll drive defensively and you won't be calling uh, Specter Minor Road Auto Collision Center at uh, 744-4454 and tell that Javier and his crew, come and get my car. I done beat the fenders off of it or had a little mishap here. And uh, uh, and then you want to go ahead after you get that, the police get there and clear the traffic accident. Then you're going to fill out a, your little report. And then you're going to get your insurance card out of the glove box. And you're going to call your agent and tell them what happened. Tell them that you sent it over to Specter Minor Road Auto Collision at 4425 West Iner Road. And I tell you this, but will you remember it if you have an accident? If, in case you've never had an accident, your brains do not function but one direction when you have an accident. Says, oh, my gosh, my car is beat all to pieces. Well, how about you? Are you okay? How about your riders? Are they okay? You've got a lot to think about. Other than, okay, well, I need to call a tow service. Oh, my gosh, who's a tow service? I need to call somebody to get this thing out of the road. Uh, you write the numbers down. Write frontier towing down. Stick it in a glove box. Stick it on a post-it note. Write it on the steering wheel. I don't care, just as long as you have that information. Same way with your insurance card. Know where your insurance card is. Get you another little card and write on the back of it with frontier towing's number. Put it right with the insurance card. Uh, and same way with Spectrum. Write their number down, put an address on it, and put the three cards together. Put a paperclip on them, just as long as you know exactly where they're at. That makes everything a lot more organized in a very unorganized situation. And if you've been in a car wreck, you know exactly what I'm talking about now. Then you can get everything handled as smooth as you possibly can. Then if you want to call your wife and say, okay, dear, I just crashed your car, other than she's going, to, which is a better way to do it because you wait till you get home. Said I just crashed your car and I had the thumb to get home, or she has to come and get me. I just crashed your car. Oh, oh my gosh! You crashed my. Fa that was my favorite color. Heard it, done it. <laughs> it's not fun. Christmas carols, Christmas decorations. We covered this a little bit last week. If you're driving around and there's, uh, you see all these beautiful lights on these houses and stuff. Uh, pull over and look, then drive away. If you see it sitting off the road and you're on uh, Cold Road or something like that, just go down, make a U-turn, safe U-turn, go back, get on that street, drive down the street and park across the street and take a look at the lights. It won't take you but about, you'll probably waste about five minutes, but you're not going to take a chance on you crashing because you're distracted driving and you're not going to get somebody else involved with it. Because normally when you crash, there's two people involved at least. And I'm telling you, from yesterday, you don't want any part of that. That is a full-time job. My phone went off about four times while I was driving. It stayed off until I got to the house. Because, one, if you're driving and somebody calls you and says, well, we got an emergency, we got a leak in the house. Okay, there ain't nothing you're going to do about it. Okay, handle it when you get there. 
you know, don't speed up. It's not a red light situation where you got to turn on your lights that you don't have on your vehicle and make an emergency run over to your house. You know, it is what it is. It's history. Can't change history. That's the reason we have insurance, homeowner's insurance, automobile insurance, um, just a little bit of everything. All right. Remember, Lens Auto Brokers has got $360 off of any car if you will say, I heard it from Simmons or the Simmons Car Care Show, as long as you get my name out in front of it. I'm telling you, I'm only worth $360 to you if you tell them that. You buy the car there, you'll get that extra discount. Plus, he said he's going to work another little discount in there with it. He's going to figure out what he wants to do. So... Beautiful selection of cars over there, guys. Go over and take a look at it. 2101 North Stone or LensAutoBrokerage.com. Frontier Towing, that's for all your towing needs. Jim has got a massive cold this morning. I'm doctoring one, but mine's not as bad. I can at least almost recognize my voice. I couldn't even recognize his. So, Jim, you take care out there, buddy, if you're listening. And he is never sick. He's a workaholic. And so he's, when he, when he can't do the show because of that, uh, oh my gosh. And he, and a workaholic, anytime a workaholic can't go to work because they're sick, they're sick. You can write it down. You can probably get a doctor's excuse from them when they show up too, unless they know exactly what it is and they're already taking care of it. Automotive specialist, Brian Fuller, Mr. Test First Don't Guess. Brian's been around for about, oh, my God. He's been working on cars, uh see, how old is he, for 30, probably 35 years. He's been working on farm equipment and cars for most of his life because he was raised on a farm up in uh Minnesota. Too cold now. I treat he lives in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, automotive specialist, he's located 3611 West Ina Road, Meredith and Ina in the Bookman's Plaza. Uh, Brian's business phone is 520-572-1734. Brian's sale is 237-3852. I talked to Brian briefly this past week. Or And also you can go to AutomotiveSpecialistAZ.com. AutomotiveSpecialistAZ.com. A very good website. It'll show you and tell you a little bit about him. And take my word for it, he's one of the best diagnosticians in the country. He's that good. And he loves what he does. That's the reason he screams, test first, don't guess. He said, I don't care if you want to fix it. If you think you're, you can work on his late model stuff, test first. Make sure you've got sensors on the cars that's monitoring 40, up to 40, 45 different modules on this car. One sensor can go off and set a code. It may be six other sensors that have covered that code up to get it. And he uses the example on that O2 sensor. You get an O2 sensor going, goes wrong, you've got about 21 different locations to go to find out why. A code reader is not a hand, well, the ones they sell, are not the handheld computers that will help you analyze that thing while you're reading the codes. And you have to have a lot of specialty equipment now to work on these cars. Uh, I mean, or something as simple as my, uh, well, my brother bought a uh, 2021 Chrysler 300. And he was getting ready to change the oil, and he 
got it up on his lift in his garage and looked under there and called me. He said, they got floor pans on this thing all the way from the front to the rear end. He said, I can't even find the oil plug. Well, that's what the owner's manual's for. Google it. They'll tell you where it's at. And that's how he had to find out how to change oil. And this guy's got classic cars, works on cars all the time, loves them. That's his hobby. And he still had to go to Google to find out where's the oil plug on this Chrysler. You know, I I haven't looked on the bottom of this uh, little Honda thing that I've got. But I will be looking. It will be reading the owner's manual too, because it's got too many things in there. I got I got to find out where everything's located. I did find the heater and the lights last night. That's a good thing. Um, but t- Mr. Test first, don't guess. It is the season. He says, "Come on, people, don't text and drive during the holiday season." We've done tried it. Don't work. It don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drive impaired. If you're taking a medication, and this is mostly for the seniors out there, and I are one, so I know what I'm talking about on this. If you some of your medications, they may have a little not work well with the other medications you have, which will make you a little bit confused. Well, when you get to that point, how what what is the definition of confused? Everybody has their own definitions. If you have to make an excuse for the way you're feeling. Maybe you shouldn't be driving a vehicle out. Maybe you should get somebody else to give you a lift, drive you where you want to go, or uh, if it's not an emergency, stay home until you get all of that stuff either adjusted or just don't do it. Because texting and driving makes the response time on a 17-year-old the same as the response time on a 70-year-old senior that hasn't been drinking, hasn't been doing uh, doing any of this, but his response time is the same as a 17-year-old that's texting. That's the difference in the drive time. Remember the three seconds. You got three. Try to stay three seconds behind whoever's in front of you. If somebody pulls in front of you, so it won't make more than 10 seconds at a stoplight difference. Let them get in front of you. Just check your rear view mirror, tap your brakes a couple of times, let these people in. Get them in there, and then you are being able to control the situation when you do that. You know what's going on. If you drive with your lights, everybody drives with the lights. You can see the car with the lights, and these day runner lights are front lights only. They're not tail lights. I turn everything on that I've got to make sure that people can see me. And it makes a big difference. There's an idiot two days ago that, and I, uh, I don't know if he's just blind or I don't know what he's, I, I, I don't have time to analyze a medical condition on somebody driving a car. However, he didn't have his lights on at all. His car was black when I almost run over him. His car was black. And it had sunspots on it where the sun had already bleached out the color. That thing was as good as the camo job I've ever seen on a vehicle. You couldn't see it. But I guess, and they just, you know, they didn't have their lights on. I don't care. If your lights don't work, you need a ticket. If you can't figure out if your lights are working or not, you need a ticket. That'll help you remember the next time because those tickets are not cheap anymore. 
But if you've got lights, use them. When somebody blinks your headlights at you, that don't mean they want to fight. That means they're trying to tell you that you've got your lights are not on or you need to pay attention to your lights. But make some kind of adjustment so we can see you out there. All right, now I'm off my little set of wheels. Only got about five minutes left in this hour, and I didn't even think it was going to last an hour. But Frontier Towing for all your towing needs, 520-748-1100. Jim, if you're listening, I hope you're feeling better this morning, bud. Uh, Lens Auto Brokers, we've done beat that to death. We, you know, And I can't say the experience I had yesterday buying this Honda was absolutely great. I just, it was, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Learned a lot. Carfax, you know, finally seen a full Carfax is like it's designed to do. Now I know why everybody says get a Carfax. I know exactly why. If you get one as thorough as mine did, which showed all of the maintenance items were done, they changed the timing belt at 90,000 miles on it. And so I'm good to go. I feel real calm. And it runs. It don't make any noises. Everything works. I'm happy. That's the way you should be when you have a vehicle. You buy one if it's a pre-owned vehicle. You drive it out. You drive it across town in this doggone traffic. And everything works. All the turn signals work. Your brakes work. Radio works. Air conditioning works. Heater works. All your lights work on it. Backup camera works. Everything works like it's supposed to. You're happy with the price. You'd write the price. Don't go home and say, you know, I could have saved another five bucks if I'd have ordered online. This is a caution online, people. Now, a lot of you, uh, the majority of the people, I will have to say, they shop online for Christmas because it is more convenient. You, You get it. It's delivered to your door. And... That's great. That saves you a lot of headache. It's just great to an extent. One, the presents that you're buying for somebody, if it's a wrong size, how are they going to change it? How are they going to exchange it? I mean, what 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 are you going to do with this stuff? You buy a car online, and you get it off of eBay, and you say, all right, this thing, man, this is, of course, all the ads on it is going to say this is going to be the best car you ever bought in your life. It's going to get 100 miles per gallon. Uh, it is uh, it is just a perfect vehicle, and they'll send you a shot of the engine that's been detailed, and you can't see the oil leaks. Uh, they'll send you a picture of <coughs> hopefully both sides, front and rear of the car. I have seen them where they only have one side, part of the front, and the rear, and you have to kind of go, huh, what's on the other side? Why didn't they take the other shot of the other side? And then I've seen them on where they'll take a long-distance shot, and you can't hardly see the damage on the opposite side. So when you get that in, you're talking about buying a pig and a poke until proven otherwise. That's exactly what you've done. You get that car in, yeah, yeah, it'll start. It may start the first time. How about the second time, third time, fourth time? What's the starter? Is the starter got a drag to it? Is that starter going to cost you $300 to have it replaced? Is the charging system like it's supposed to be? Did they just put a brand-new battery in it? Why did they put a brand-new battery in it? Uh, I just had to replace a little starter on my Honda. It only had 194,000 miles on it. That was two weeks ago. So somebody's getting a good little car because there ain't nothing else wrong with it. So... It's uh, 
just when you get in a car and you're doing a self-check on it, you can't do a self-check on a car when you're buying it offline, online. You're buying it from New Mexico, Colorado. Uh, be careful what you buy from the East Coast because they've had a lot of bad hurricanes. And the car's prices are way down. And when you're in a hurricane area where they've had a lot of flooding, like in Florida, and you get this car off the East Coast, that's when that Carfax actually is going to shine. Because if you see, you get a Carfax and it shows it come out of Florida. The last maintenance done on it was at a dealership in Florida. Okay, if it's about two years old, three years old, and it appears to be good looking as all get out on the, for the pictures and stuff, was it in the flood? Was it in the flood? And if you haven't had the privilege of buying a vehicle that's been underwater, it's something that you want to just take my word for and take it off of your bucket list. Unless you are a certified technician and you own your own garage and you got plenty of time on the weekend to work on that vehicle because you're going to be doing it. I bought a 79 GMC 4 before from an auction. And checked it out. Man, that thing looks really good. Yeah, okay, you know, I know more than, than anybody else on this car, so I'm going to, this thing is going to be good, and I'm going to buy this on the gun and take it. Twelve months, I had $4,500 in this vehicle, and I owned the garage. $4,500. It quit in the middle of Broadway and Swan at 4.45 in the afternoon on me after I'd already spent all of this money on it, spent more time in the shop getting stuff repaired because when we got it and started looking way up under the dash, <coughs> we seen seaweed. And I said, oh, my gosh. That thing quit in the middle of Swan and Broadway. And if you want to get some help pushing a 4 before out of the middle of the intersection, just catch it on a busy intersection and turn it sideways as you're going across, and then it quits. And it don't want to roll by itself. You don't have enough speed to get you out of the intersection. People put you, pull you out of that intersection. I called a tow truck. I had that thing sent to the shop. I wouldn't even get back in the truck. I was so mad at it. I sold it, and one of the customers come in, and he says, Oh, I see you're selling your truck. Yeah, what's the matter? And I told them. And I laid the paperwork out, and I said, I spent a lot of money on this vehicle in 12 months. It had a $48 module that quit. And I pulled that son of a gun out. I had it replaced. I put the for sale sign on that. Customer bought it. He's dry. He was driving that thing for three years, coming in. He'd come in, have regular oil change, stuff like that. I said, any problems? None. 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 I was still glad that I got rid of that thing because people, we trade vehicles for a lot of reasons, but most of the time it's when they have aggravated you to death and you have had it. I'm not putting another nickel in this, let alone $3,000 or 2000 or, yeah, the transmission went bad. So it's, it's, it's that time. Sometimes it's just time to pull the plug and get rid of it. It's like pulling a bad tooth or going to the dentist. Sometimes you don't like to, but you got to. All right, we're out of time for the first hour. 719 14